Hi everybody. Welcome to Ancient Prophets Modern Message. My name's Dave Ward. I'm your host. I guess by now those of you who stuck with me as we've looked at the Minor Prophets will know how this works. We have a four-part format. We start off by reading a scripture from one of the Minor Prophets. Then we think about what we've read. Then we use what, uh, what we've thought about as a foundation so we can pray. And then finally, we look at how we might practically live out what we've learned in our everyday lives. This is the next in series 11 of the podcast, where we're looking at Zechariah prophesying the coming Messiah. Zechariah part 3 A Humble King People had certain expectations about what the Messiah would be like. How did they respond when the reality was quite different? Reading from Zechariah 9 verses 9 to 10. Rejoice, O people of Zion! Shout in triumph, O people of Jerusalem! Look, your king is coming to you. He's righteous and victorious, yet he's humble, riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's colt. I will remove the battle chariots from Israel and the war horses from Jerusalem. I will destroy all the weapons used in battle and your king will bring peace to the nations. His realm will stretch from sea to sea and from the Euphrates River to the ends of the earth. There are some incredible contrasts in this passage. The image that's being used is that of a conquering king or of a a triumph parade. In those times, when a nation had been conquered, the victorious king or general, mounted on a war horse, would process into the capital of that country, often preceded by captured prisoners, to reinforce the fact that that country was now under new management. Contemporary Jews were expecting just such a conquering warrior who would rescue them from their Roman oppressors. They were so wrong. The Gospel writers didn't hesitate to make the link between this prophecy and Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. As Messiah and part of the royal line of King David, Jesus was proclaiming that he'd come to win back the nation of Israel, and indeed, the whole world, but not from the Roman Empire, but from the empire of evil that had dominated them for so long, and to bring the rule and reign of the kingdom of God in. This king was righteous. He would look after the well-being of his people, and he was humble. No war horse for him, but rather a donkey a symbol of humility and peace. Nothing could be further from the actions of many people down through the years 
who've sought to co-opt Jesus and Christianity for war and conflict. Israel was expecting a Messiah of the conquering variety who would fight to free his people. Instead, they got a Messiah of the humble and peaceful variety who sought to win the hearts, minds and lives of people everywhere. What a host of contrasts. War versus peace. Israel's agenda versus God's plan. Empire of evil versus kingdom of God. Two radically different kinds of power. And in case there was any doubt, in the Sermon on the Mount, alongside several of the unexpected reversals in Jesus' upside-down kingdom, we have the words, God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. Perhaps this looks forward to a future day, when God is eternally present on a renewed earth, but this in no way diminishes the humble power of Jesus or his followers today. And so we pray, Father God, help me to be righteous and humble like Jesus, so that I am a good representative of your kingdom here on earth. Help me to be able to confront evil with humility, to share my faith in Jesus with respect for others, and to be part of bringing the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. And something to think about. Are there relationships that I have where I act more like a conquering dictator than a humble leader? Maybe in my family, my work, or as a church leader. What steps can I take to be more like Jesus in those relationships? And a final prayer. Father, keep me constantly aware of your loving presence wherever I go today. Jesus, help me to resemble you in the things I do, think and say with all the people I will meet today. Spirit, open my eyes to see you at work in the world and prompt me to join in with what I see. Amen.